0: From Fat for Weight Loss, I'm Aaron Day, and this is the daily December segment of the Fat for Weight Loss show, so let's get right to it. Every day in December, we'll be covering a new topic, from events to travel to nutrition and physical performance, so let me know what you want to cover, and we'll dig into it for six minutes every day in December. Hello everyone, welcome to another daily dose of the Fat for Weight Loss show. Today it is uh, number 17, so December the 17th for me, probably the December the 17th for you, or maybe it's another day, but that's totally okay. And today I'm talking a little bit about the carnivore diet. So there was a question on Instagram um, that said, why does the carnivore diet work so well for me and why does it not sometimes work for someone else? Um, and I wanted to talk a little bit about this because um, the carnivore diet is a really effective tool, and I think that it's a it's a great tool to have in your arsenal along with a whole bunch of other things, um, but, you know, it's not the only tool. So, if you find that the carnivore diet doesn't work for you, or um, you simply just like having a varied diet and don't want to restrict yourself down to just eating, uh, m- you know, uh, animal products, then uh, definitely, there are other tools in the in the tool bag, and <coughs> I'll, I'll give you a few other tools in this in this podcast. But I want to talk a little bit about the carnivore diet and why it does work so well for some people. So, um, the carnivore diet can work really, really well for people who have undiagnosed food sensitivities. So. Those are people who may be allergic to salicylates, they may be allergic to FODMAPs, they may be allergic to um, you know, nightshades, they may be allergic to mold, they may be allergic to a whole bunch of things that can be in food that is not protein or not meat from an animal. Um, and those undiagnosed food sensitivities either haven't been found or they've been misdiagnosed or they haven't been drilled down into the root cause. And so you know, going carnivore, can effectively remove all of those, all you know, all of those things that may be causing those problems. Um, so, food, uh, undiagnosed food sensitivities, may be one thing that if you're trying to figure out what uh, you know uh, why the carnivore diet works so well, maybe it's because you had you do have food sensitivities, and going on a basically an, elimina- an elimination diet uh, can help you in the long run. Uh, people with uh, Neanderthal genes. So, if you've ever had ever had a 23andMe test done, um, then if you have a high percentage of Neanderthal genes, then the carnival diet's probably going to work really well for you. Now, the genes are, you know, basically our ancestors, uh, our Neanderthal ancestors were eating a lot of meat and probably a lot of fat from that meat as well. Uh, there's a book that is called The Endeavour, and it's all about um, a ship that basically went. Uh, through the arctic through the arctic circle um, the boat got you know crushed (laughs) this was back in 1906 I think Um, the boat got crushed and they had to survive on basically seal and blubber uh, for I think three years and they came back fine Um, you know obviously it's not the, the perfect conditions for survival but they they definitely survived Uh, So, you know, that that book is, is, uh, (laughs) uh, I I think those people would have had a lot of Neanderthal genes um, and, uh, you know, that type of genome will really benefit from having a high percentage of protein. Uh, People who uh, don't really love cooking vegetables. So, if you are a home chef or a home cook um, and you know how to cook the perfect steak and the vegetables are sort of a little bit of a throw-on afterwards. Then maybe going carnivore is going to be simpler for you, and maybe the stress reduction from having to cook vegetables uh, is giving you a little bit of a boost on the carnivore diet. Um, and you know, there's a big there. There was a big debate when we originally removed carbohydrates from our diet when we went keto, um, and so now that when the carnivore diet's around and they're removing vegetables from their diet there's that same hurdle uh to get over so uh you know i think that there's definitely something to be said for the carnivore diet i personally haven't done it for an extended period of time so i don't know if it works for me and i don't know if it works for you so it's up to you whether you try it Obviously. Be um, you know wary of the different uh, nutrient deficiencies that do go on if you are going to do a carnivore diet because it's good to be aware of these types of things. Um, carnivore diets can regularly be quite low in vitamin C, vitamin E, folate, magnesium, sulforaphane, which comes from you know the the um, broccoli and uh, bean sprouts and things like that. Um, but you can get a lot of those nutrients from liver and tripe. So tripe is the stomach lining. Um, You know, but how many people who are doing a uh, a carnivore diet and they're eating lots of liver and tripe every day? I'm not too sure. So if you are going to do the carnivore diet and you are going to do, I guess, um, the optimum version of that, then I would be trying to incorporate liver or tripe into that, into your meals Um, because not only is it a a (laughs) superfood in terms of the carnivore diet, but you're going to have, um, you know, a much less, Um, chance of getting those any of those nutrient deficiencies and you know I I do believe that the carnivore diet is an elimination diet so if you are trying to eliminate certain things then bringing them back in is totally okay Um, you know you don't have to be carnivore forever you don't have to be keto forever I don't think those things are completely necessary you take what you think is best about that and then you apply it as you go on so, other tools in the toolbox that I was talking about at the start of the podcast, you know, uh, the ketogenic diet is fantastic. Carnival diet is fantastic as a tool. Uh, fasting is a fantastic tool, probably just as good as any of those, if not better. Um, fasting will give you your insulin sensitivity back, and it will uh, bring in a lot of autophagy and a lot of DNA repair. So you know, all of these things in combination are going to be really great. But you, again, like you just have to keep in mind, you know, what are you missing out on and, and uh, what is the reason you're doing it? Because if you're just doing the carnivore to diet to lose weight, um, then maybe there's a better tool for that and you don't have to restrict so much. So, I hope that podcast was a good and you know <laughs> informative at least um i really enjoy the, doing these types of podcasts and i think it's uh really beneficial to get this sort of information out there um so i will be talking to you tomorrow thank you very much for listening thank you so much for listening be sure to subscribe for more episodes like this or get in contact with me over on instagram to suggest a topic that we can cover for tomorrow's episode so until then have a fantastic day and i will be talking to you tomorrow